What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. Today, I am going to tell you the one telltale sign that you are doing it wrong. What do I mean by it? I'm just going to assume that you have a goal of fat loss. I know that might be a terrible assumption because I'm sure that there are plenty of you out there who want to build some muscle, who maybe want to gain weight, who just want to improve your relationship with food, although this will actually help. However, I'm speaking specifically to those of you who want to lose body fat, and there is a telltale sign that you are doing it wrong. It's actually not that complicated. It is pretty straightforward. So that is going to be the heart of this episode as I am trying to recover from losing my voice from this weekend. Incredible, amazing, powerful, just emotional event that we just had. For those of you who are in attendance, truly, thank you. For those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, I was just in Scottsdale for the Impact and Income Live event hosted by none other than Jason Phillips. And we had a turnout of over 250 coaches in the room all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Actually, Jason and I started a lot earlier than that because we had our one-day intensive events um, that he and I host. So we did a Wednesday intensive, a Thursday intensive, and then we went right into the weekend. It was a long week, but an incredible week. And we capped it off with the Friday, Saturday, Sunday event with 250 coaches who were there to learn, to pay it forward, to join our community. The conversations were epic. The event was epic. The community was nothing short of amazing. And truly, thank you. If you were in attendance, if you were there, if you came up to say hi, if you were just moved by my presentation in any way, or if we interacted in any way, or if you were just in the seats and absorbing everything and trying to process, I am beyond grateful for you because you allow me to do what I love and we cannot change the amount of lives that we want to change without some help. We need to pull together. We need to be a team and rally together. And that is what, to me, that event was all about. It was about strengthening our force against inappropriate nutrition coaching, right? We want to do things the right way. We want to change lives. We want to truly make an impact. And that's not possible unless we join together and we're, we're chasing that common mission. So thank you to everybody who was there. Now it's time for the episode. If you enjoy it, it means the world to me. If you can let me know, there's a couple ways to do that. Number one, you can leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode, post it to your stories on Instagram and tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner and enjoy the episode. All right. Welcome everybody who is tuning in on the podcast. We're here live in the Facebook group as you should be. We've got like eight people here live on Facebook, which is a pretty, oh, now we've got like 10. All right. We're, we're growing. We're here. You should be here too. It's the personality diet and neurotype training. I am coming live having just gotten off a plane from Scottsdale to Philadelphia. I got home. I don't like to miss these trainings. So we're doing it and we're making it happen. I'm going to tell you the number one sign that you're doing fat loss wrong if fat loss is your goal in the first place. So that's obviously the, the preface. If you're not worried about fat loss, then it's cool. You're, you don't have to pay attention. But if you do have a goal, whether it's body comp related, it doesn't have to be just fat loss. 
might want to change your body composition, build some muscle, lose some fat. But here's what I want to tell you. There's one sign that you're doing it wrong. And I'm going to kind of suggest the answer before I flat out tell you the answer. So as I mentioned, this week was a crazy week for me. I flew out to Scottsdale on Tuesday night. I was there until Monday morning. So I had a travel day on Tuesday. Wednesday, I was literally sitting on my ass for about eight hours straight because we had a one-day intensive that Jason Phillips and I run where we have a group of coaches, like maybe four or five coaches in a room. Uh, Actually, it was a little bit more this time, but typically it's a small group and we spend the entire day just helping them with their coaching business. And we did the same thing on Wednesday. I'm sorry, Thursday. So Wednesday and Thursday, we had the one-day intensive events sitting on my ass all day long. Then we go out to dinner. We take them out to dinner uh, and then we rinse and repeat the process. And there's really no downtime. There's really no movement. Um, I did get a workout in on Thursday morning, which was the only workout while I was away. Uh, So I trained on Tuesday. I flew out Tuesday night. I trained on Thursday. And then I did not train Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. So the reason I'm telling you this, because I was traveling, I was working a lot. Then we had our event Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which was straight through. It was a lot of um, like a lot of stuff. It was a, it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of emotion. And then on top of that, we have the like social part of it where we go out to dinner, you know, we, we connect with people, we spend time having conversations and all that stuff. Do you know what I wasn't focused on? There's something very specific during that entire time that I was not focused on. And the answer is fat loss. Because Fat loss is not always the goal. Even if it's the goal, it's not always the goal. What I mean is that long-term, you may want to lose a lot of weight. That's totally okay. Let's, Let's also just make it very clear that you're allowed to have whatever goal you want to have. Don't let anybody ever tell you otherwise. Your goals are your goals. So whatever the fuck you want to achieve, that is your choice tired of other people telling you what you should and shouldn't pursue. Having said that, if your ultimate goal is to lose a lot of weight, you want to lose some body fat, cool. I get that. That's awesome. You should feel that way. You should feel empowered to make that choice and to take action towards that outcome. The issue is you can't always focus on that one thing. You have to spend time and a significant amount of time focusing on something else. Ultimately, the things that you focus on will make fat loss easier in the long run. I think sometimes we get so in our heads about the immediate transactional nature of fat loss. Like, if I do this, then the scale must go down. If I do these things, if I check these boxes, the scale must go down. If I work out, if I eat well, if I move my body, the scale must go down. And then when we wake up the next morning and the scale's not down, we're like, what the hell? Why am I failing? And we consistently think about fat loss, fat loss, fat loss. What does the scale say? What does the scale say? And then we get frustrated. We burn ourselves out. And then we're like, you know what? Screw this. Why even bother? But you know what helps? It helps if you can reframe this entire perspective. Like while I was away, the goal had nothing to do with body composition. It had to do with 
being present and delivering a quality experience for the people that were depending on me and coaching my ass off for the people that were depending on me to coach them and delivering on stage and delivering in the side conversations of people picking my brain. I wanted to be on my game. So the goal at that moment had nothing to do with weight loss or body composition or any of that stuff. Now, you can translate that into your own life. During this period of time, we've got holidays, you've got family gatherings, you've got possible travel, maybe some vacation time planned. Do you know what should not be the goal in those moments? Fat loss. The number one sign that you're doing fat loss wrong is by always thinking about and pursuing fat loss. You can't have your foot on the gas pedal forever. You just can't. You will burn yourself out. You will empty your tank. There's a reason why when you're in a car, you have to fill up your tank. If you never did that, you would never get to your destination. This is no different. What if during this period of time, you reframed your entire perspective of what you're trying to accomplish? What if during the holidays, your goal wasn't about fat loss, but it was simply about maintenance? Or even if it wasn't about maintenance, what if it was simply about moderation? You know what? I'm going to go into this meal and I'm not going to track a thing, but I am going to set the goal of moderation. That's it. Nothing else. There's a reason why when we do our neurotype challenges, we emphasize the anchors. We emphasize the small habits that you can hang your hat on through the ups and downs of life. This is no different during a stressful period of time when your schedule's probably a little bit different. You're, you know, you probably are going to be experiencing you know, challenges with the kids off from school, holidays, travel, all the things. If you just hang your hat on a couple of things that you know you can get done, and that becomes the goal, like it's the actual process. It has nothing to do with the outcome. It's simply the goal of eating in moderation or still getting a walk-in or still getting a couple workouts in or still drinking water. And you just simplify the shit out of the process and you stop obsessing and focusing on fat loss all the time, because guess what? You know what? It's, it's really hard to be disappointed in something when you're not setting the expectation that it's going to immediately happen overnight, when you're not always thinking about, is the scale going to be down the next day? Or am I doing everything right? And you're, you're constantly obsessing and stressing about it. What if you just made the goal simple habits and you focused on stuff that you probably haven't practiced in a while? And it does take practice. Everybody talks about moderation and balance, but how many times have you actually said, you know what? I'm going to strip everything else away and I'm simply going to focus tonight on having some balance and, and eating in moderation and not overindulging and not judging myself for what I eat, but I'm just going to go, I'm just going to enjoy myself and I'm just going to see how that feels without putting extra stress or added stress on my plate. Like how many times have you actually done that? I would bet that it's very little. I would bet that you're, you've oftentimes gone into these situations, holiday meals, dining out, whatever it may be, vacation, travel, and you're like, all right, how can I track this? Or how can I make this fit? Right? You constantly think about, I have to be on plan. I have to be on plan. Like, Can't we just allow the plan to be part of life? Can't we just allow this to be something 
that we do every single day that that allows for the fluctuations, the ups and downs, the times where we're going to be more dialed in and the times that we're going to be less dialed in. But if we shift the frame, everything changes. If you shift the frame to not always obsessing about fat loss, it's amazing how much easier fat loss becomes. And that really is number one. Like When I ask people, how long have you been pursuing this goal? I never hear anything less than years. Like it's never, oh, I just started like a couple months ago. Most of the time, people reach out to me because they've been pursuing this for a really long time. How many times have you consciously made the choice to not focus on fat loss? I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean in the in the sense that you're like, you know what, screw this, why even bother? Because that that's like kind of a self-sabotage situation where you're like restricting and then you binge or you're like, you know what, screw this. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to rebel. I'm going to sabotage my efforts because I'm just so burnt out and frustrated. But then what happens in that situation is you swing the pendulum into the other extreme and you're like, crap, I need to restrict again. I need to get back on plan. So you're right back into the fat loss mindset. What if, like how many times have you just said, you know what? Throughout this period of time, I'm taking fat loss off the table. Now, the the goal doesn't just have to be maintaining, which is a perfectly reasonable goal. It can be moderation, like I mentioned, but it can also be performance-based. It can also be strength-based. You can focus on building muscle. You can focus on your lifts in the gym. Like I want to add some weight to my bench, like stuff that allows you to chase something other than the thing that you've been chasing year after year after year. And like I mentioned, when you do that, in the end, fat loss does become easier. It becomes more sustainable because you're setting yourself up to not always ride that roller coaster. You're basically exiting the roller coaster by doing that, by saying, I'm going to take this period of time to intentionally not care about the scale. Note, there is a very big difference between saying like, well, I don't care about the scale, so I'm just going to gain all the weight and eat whatever the fuck I want versus saying, I'm not going to make the scale the priority. I'm still going to do things that help me feel my best. And I'm going to practice life skills of balance and moderation and being present in the moment and knowing how to handle the holidays and vacation and travel or whatever you have coming up. Like, Can't we just use that as some reps? Put in the damn reps. Like, Let's have some practice. Let's talk about why we can't step away from fat loss for like a day. To me, I think that the intentional fat loss mindset should be the shortest amount of time when you look at the big picture of your whole year. Like this is an easy test. If we look at your whole year and you're like, wow, 2021, I probably spent 11 or 12 months thinking about fat loss, and that was my main goal, that's a problem. I think that it should be the smallest percentage of your year. Because what's going to happen is if we take most of the year trying to build strength, trying to build muscle, trying to improve performance or recovery, trying to maintain, trying to incorporate quality habits, trying to practice moderation, integrating things into your lifestyle. If we spend most of the year doing those things and a very, very small chunk of the year actually focused on fat loss, you know what happens? You feel a lot better. 
you look a lot better, you're happier, you're enjoying the process more. And yes, at the end of the day, you still get what you want because that's how fat loss happens. It happens by not always obsessing about it. So I, you know, I think that for, there's a lot of coaches that listen to this. And I think sometimes it, it's easy for us as coaches even to get very transactional in the nature of how things change. We want to see that immediate gratification. But if we take a step back and we just reframe the perspective altogether, it works when you're a coach trying to help others because you're not constantly thinking about like, how can I get more clients and change more lives and more, 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 more. But you're like, you know what? Sometimes I need to stay, take a step back and the focus should be on fulfillment. Like as a coach, what if you stopped focusing on more clients and, and all of that, like, and you focused on fulfilling, making the experience for your clients the best possible experience it could be? Because if that's your focus, then, then you can't be upset about not getting new clients, right? That wasn't the focus. So if, if it doesn't happen, it's all good. That's not where your attention was for that particular period of time. Same thing if you're trying to pursue a fat loss goal. If you take that away, you're like, you know what? Right now, I'm just going to focus on these habits. I'm going to focus on maintenance. I'm going to focus on balance. Guess what? You can't be upset when the scale doesn't go down because that's off the table. We're, we're, we're putting that on the back burner. We know it's there. We know it's still a goal. And we know that the things we're doing for this particular phase will help that in the long run, but we just shift the frame for a period of time. I think, um, you know, Mel and I were just talking a little bit ago and she had a call with a client who was like really trying to figure out all the things with like, how do I, how do I track when I'm away? How do I track when I'm out to eat? Like all of these stressful things that were coming up. And Mel was like, here's the goal for the next time you go out. It's to actually not track. Like I want to take that off the table and not even put that as an option just so that you can get better at going out, having the balance that you want and not having the added stress of worrying about how to make it fit or how to track your macros when you're supposed to be paying attention to the people you love and care about. And that was the goal. That was it. So the, the measure of success is like, what did you learn? It's not a pass fail. It's just, what did you learn? How did it go? How was the experience? What did you notice? What are things that we can take from that and apply the next time you are in a similar situation? What's, what's the learning opportunity here? You know, one of the things that the Iron Cowboy said this weekend, he was, he was the keynote speaker um, and somebody who ran 50 Ironmans in consecutive, consecutively for 50 days in 50 states um, and then did 101 straight Ironmans in 101 consecutive days. He said, if you're experiencing pain and struggle right now, you should be really grateful. Like what an amazing opportunity to learn and grow. If you are experiencing pain, if you are struggling right now, congratulations. Like this was his message. Congratulations. What an amazing opportunity to learn and get better. And that's how I view this. Like, sure, we've probably made some mistakes along the way. We've probably focused too much on fat loss for, for you know, too long of a period. We've probably obsessed and stressed ourselves out because the scale didn't go down you know, consecutive days, whatever it may be. But what an amazing opportunity to learn not to do that, right? Like you would never figure out this whole idea of metabolic priming, of understanding your neurotype, of integrating all of these things into your lifestyle, these core tenets that we teach that we implement with our clients, these 
foundational principles that create such an amazing success rate for our clients. Like none of those things would have become apparent to you unless you experienced that pain and struggle to realize that always pursuing fat loss doesn't work. I think that makes sense. I hope it makes sense. I know I'm a little bit tired, so maybe my brain's not functioning, but to me, it seems really logical. It seems very practical. If you've been obsessing over this one thing, like take a step back, take it off the table. This is, a, this is the best time of year to practice the skills of balance and moderation and, and removing fat loss as the goal and focusing on something like maintenance, building muscle, building strength, your relationship with food, quality habits. There's so many other things that you could focus on that are more process oriented that will help you build a stronger foundation that inevitably will get you to your fat loss goals. So I really hope that this was helpful. Um, I just want to see here. Yeah. So here's an example. Somebody on the Facebook group just commented and said, I need to lose 90 more pounds. I tend to hit plateaus and give up. Okay. And then she mentioned working second shift, eating in the morning and whatever, like starting to get into the, to the weeds with her schedule. You know what the best thing would be during, like when you hit a plateau, the reason why you give up is because you're only thinking about the outcome. If the scale doesn't move, why bother? That's it. If you hit a plateau and you give up, the only reason is because you're thinking, I didn't get the expected outcome, so why bother? Which means you're totally missing the process. You're either not enjoying the process or you're not focusing on the process. If you understand that establishing quality habits, doing things that make you feel your best, actually having fun through this process, knowing how to make it fit your life, how to enjoy it, how to have balance and moderation, things that you should be practicing. Because when you hit a plateau and you're able to take a step back and be like, you know what? It's okay because I'm still doing things I enjoy. I still feel really good internally. Why don't I take this time during this plateau to like really see what I can accomplish in the gym or to see if I can build some strength, to see if I can improve my relationship with food, to see if I can maybe add another quality habit into my life that I've been ignoring. What if I can start drinking more water? What if I can take more walks? What if I can manage my stress better, get better sleep? What if I can start practicing more self-care? And then all of a sudden the plateau goes away. You're not even focused about it. You don't even know you're in a plateau anymore. And then you're like, oh shit, the scale's actually down again. This is cool. And you start to do more of that. And then we start to focus on your metabolism and how you feel internally, your biofeedback. And then we spend a very short time focusing again on fat loss. And it's like complete magic. It's effortless. The weight falls off. We literally see this time and time again. There's a reason why we're really good at what we do. There's a reason why our one-on-one clients, I don't know if you guys saw the message that was just posted in the Facebook group by Jen, but she had been frustrated about a plateau for the last six weeks. Okay. First of all, six weeks is not a long period of time, but we're impatient. I get that. We want results. But what happened? She started focusing on the process and she's like, actually, you know what? My body has been changing. I am enjoying this. She's like, this is life-changing. I don't I always used to feel like I was on a diet, but like, why am I getting so frustrated when I have this skill set that's going to serve me for life? There's no reason to be frustrated. I can do this forever. And sure enough, she posted like, look at, look at how my body's been changing. There's really no plateau. I was in my own head. 
was able to snap out of it. There's a reason why we're really freaking good at what we do. It's because we know how these pieces go together. We know how to reframe your mindset. We know how to get the focus off the thing that's going to get you frustrated. And yet it helps to know how to, how to create results, like actually how to implement the neurotyping principles, how to prime your metabolism effectively, how to integrate all of this into your lifestyle. I had someone message me the other day and she's like, I'm working with this coach. I'm not going to name the program. It's a two-letter program. Normally I shout out a three-letter program. This one's a two-letter program. So that there's your hint. <laughs> she's like, I'm working with this coach at this two-letter program. And uh, it's been like three years and I can't make progress. And and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, tell me a little bit more. So she starts telling me about their, you know, their macros and all the things. I'm like, have you ever like really taken the time to, to prime your metabolism? She's like, well, we did like a maintenance phase, if that's what you mean. I'm like, well, tell me about that. And it really wasn't a maintenance phase. There really was no intent behind priming her metabolism. And I'm like, look, it's it's really simple. First of all, I don't ever pitch our services to somebody who has another coach. So talk to your coach. But if you are doing this effectively, it should not be a three-year struggle. You should be making progress. You should be feeling so much better. It's actually pretty simple. Um, we've we've kind of got this figured out. So there's no reason to suffer alone. Again, hang your hat on the process. What are the things that you can do that make you feel better? Um, one of my favorite things about supplements is the routine that they create. It, it honestly oftentimes has nothing to do with the supplement itself. It's more about the routine and the ritual that it helps facilitate. So many people miss that point. It's kind of like a placebo effect. It's like, if I can have this established routine that kind of triggers, you know, um, James Clear and Atomic Habits, he's, he talks about habit stacking. Like it's one thing that triggers another thing. Like I'm going to stack this quality habit on top of another habit. So now I'm getting like the, the double effect. I'm going to stack my workout after like my morning greens drink as an example. And so like the greens drink might not be the most magical greens drink in the world, but if it triggers another quality habit, then boom, that's amazing. Right? So it's just like you're, you're putting yourself in the mindset of, okay, I, I did something good for my body and now I want to do another thing that's good for my body. So you kind of stack those things together. That is, to me, one of the biggest advantages to supplements. It's the routine, the ritual. You know, full disclosure, I drink Organifi, um, their green juice, for two reasons. Number one, as an insurance policy, because if I'm not getting enough veggies in, I like to have that insurance policy. But number two, it's for the ritual. It's for the routine. It like puts me in the mindset of like I'm doing something. You know, I'm I'm a fit person, right? It's like my my identity. I drink greens, right? I'm a fit person, but, and it sounds silly, but it's actually effective. It, it creates that, that habit. Um, and it's the same thing with their gold juice. That's my wind down routine. There's a, there's a reason why I put those things and I, I let them bookend my day. It's because of the routine, the ritual. So it's like, all right, I've got my greens juice in the morning. I've got my gold juice in the evening. It sets me off on the right foot and then it finishes the day on the right foot. And that helps a lot. Uh, and that's, it's often, honestly, the reason why I'm, I'm a big believer in doing something like that. Um, for those of you who have never tried Organifi green juice, I highly recommend it. It's the best tasting. It's the best quality. So um, you can't go wrong there. And then the gold juice is just delicious. Um, 
10 out of 10 recommend. You know that we've got the hookup for Organifi also. So you can get your 20% off if you go to Organifi.com slash popfam. Organifi.com slash popfam and then use code popfam at checkout. It's almost Christmas. You should probably be getting some of the fit people in your life or anybody who literally wants to help um, or you want to help establish those quality routines. If you think that they would enjoy something like that, get them the gift of Organifi Greens Juice, Organifi Gold Juice. You've got the hookup there with the 20% off. So you might as well take advantage, get some for yourself, get some for like if you have an accountability partner, if you have a gym partner, if you're somebody who works out with your spouse or significant other, whatever, it's a great gift. So that's that's the hookup. Organifi.com slash popfam, code popfam at checkout. You get 20% off free shipping. Um, you get all the hookups there. So definitely check that out. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, what can we focus on outside of just fat loss? How can we make this an f- enjoyable process? How can we do things that help uh, just from an internal feeling, help you feel better, get your head in the game, like reframe their perspective so you know definitively that you're more process focused. You're not transactional in, I did these things, so I should immediately lose weight. And if the scale's not moving, then why bother? We, we need, <laughs> why bother? We need to get out of that mindset we need to take a step back. We need to see the big picture. And this is a great way to do it by not focusing on fat loss all the time, by picking other goals, by focusing on the process, habits, actions, get that shit done. And if you need some help, if you are tired of doing this on your own, if you need somebody to just slap you and get your head straight, um, we do it better than anybody out there. So we're always available if you want to just have a conversation. I can't promise that it'll be a good fit, but there's no harm in finding out. We can discuss details. We can discuss what the process looks like. We can just make sure it's a good fit on both sides. If you're interested in any of that, just hit me up. Reach out on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. On Facebook, it's Michael Milner. Or you can just go to neurotypetraining.com and fill out an application. And that's all I've got for you today. Hopefully you enjoy the rest of your evening and I will talk to you all very soon.